Welcome to the teaching ministry of Reverend Daniel Hardy, the senior pastor of Loyalty House International, Peter Maritzburg. Reverend Daniel Hardy has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. The Lord. Okay, my name is Japheth Mursi, and I'm here to testify on what God did to me. I think two to three weeks ago, uh, we had our last our last meeting on campus should be on 22nd or 29th of this of October, and we had it was actually like a pilot of test miracle service because I think the following week FD was going to Durban for for contention, and then during the after, after 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 the someone during the prayers, I you already asked us to to put to God everything, anything we wanted, and trust God for in anything we wanted in our lives. So I was trusting God for three to four things for 2018, and one of the one one three to things to, to four, three to four things for 2018. And a week later, I got a e- email invitation for a job I had applied. I should be two or three months three months ago. And after, so I went for I went for the interview, and then four days later, I was confirmed and invited for training three weeks ago. I'm finalizing my training this week, and I want to thank God and also FD and also to encourage someone today that John 14 verses 13 says, "Whatever you ask in my name, I'll do it, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son." So, and now we we only need to believe on our God. You don't have to understand; just trust and believe. God bless you. Amen. Glory be to God for that powerful testimony. Continue clapping your hands as Sister Madeline comes up to minister to God in song. Too small in my eyes. 
stand to your feet and let's share a word of prayer, please. Lift your hands to Jesus. Thank him for this blessed opportunity to be together and to be in his presence. The Bible says that the gathering of the saints shall be unto the Lord. So today we are gathered unto the Lord and not unto any man. So just thank him that we have the opportunity to gather in his presence. Thank you. Father, we bless you. We give you glory. We give you praise. Hallowed be your name. 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 Speak to us in a way that will understand, Lord. Let your will be done. Let your words be spoken. Let it not be the wisdom of man, but your words. Holy Spirit, fill this place with your presence and your power. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. There is nothing you cannot do. Amen, the bigger your breakthrough. Wow. Sit on top of your enemies. 
Hallelujah. It's good to see everybody again. How are you all doing? Wow. Well, it's good to see you. This week is a good week. I prophesy to you that something good will happen to you this week. Something that you are not expecting will happen to you this week. The Lord God is a sun and a shield. He will give glory. He will give grace. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. God will not withhold good things from you. Hallelujah. Wow. Well, it's a blessed Sunday before I preach. I want to introduce my friend who's worshiping with us today. Uh, I was in high school with him many years ago. He just happens to be in town. I mean, I was surprised. I got here to find him in town. So I said, wow, what a shock. And he's worshiping with us. Please put your hands together. Just he'll give us a wave. This is my friend, Onassis. His name is even the name of a millionaire. Yeah, Onassis. Wow. So thank you for honoring me and coming to listen. You are the first schoolmate of mine. It's possible ever coming to listen to me preach. What a shock. (laughs) My my mates, they they know I'm a pastor, but they've not seen me pastor before. (laughs) What a shock. Hallelujah. Anyway, let's, let's get into the word of God. God bless those who clear the stage. Suddenly, there's space on the stage. We can move on the stage. Wow. It's great. Yeah. Because I've been wanting to dance, but the stage has always been crowded. (laughs) Now I can dance. Now I can dance. So you say you can dance. Is that not so? Yeah. Hallelujah. Well, turn your Bibles with me to Deuteronomy. I want to read something from Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy chapter 12. We're looking for verse 5. Happy birthday, Spa. Put your hands together for our wonderful pastor. It's his birthday today. It's also Lungani's birthday today, is that not so? And then it's Zolile's birthday as well. Wow. Beautiful. You know, Valentine's Day is a very wonderful day. Because when you do the math, I mean, 19th November. Is today 19th November or 20th? 19th. Wow. What happened on Valentine's Day? Je ne sais pas. November babies are they were triggered by Valentine's Day. I'm telling you. All November November babies. First week December suspect. Yeah. Suspect. Anybody from the 10th of November to the 10th of December. Mm. Bible. Hallelujah. Well, today we want to talk about the church. Perhaps for the next few weeks, if God gives us life and Jesus doesn't come, 
want to talk about the church. Amen. Lift your hands and say, this is my church. I love my church. I love my pastor. I love my church members. I will stay in the church. I will work in the church. I'll be blessed in the church. Put your hands together for the Lord. So in Deuteronomy chapter 12, Moses is giving the children of Israel instructions or laws. And one of the laws he's giving them is in connection with the church. And he says to them, Unto the place which the Lord your God shall choose from out of the tribes, or all the tribes, to place his name there, even the place of his habitation, there shall you seek, and thither shall you come. So he says, concerning the church, a place where God will choose out of all the tribes to put his name there or to make it his church. You shall do two things with it. Number one, you shall seek it. And number two, you shall come to it. Hallelujah. As for coming to church, it's an instruction from God. It's one of the commandments or one of the laws that Moses gave to the children of Israel. Now, somebody may say, as for church, I can, God is everywhere. It's true, God is everywhere. I just saw him in my house recently. He's everywhere. But, in spite of the fact that he's everywhere, he has also selected a special place where he is. That's why when Solomon built the temple, the children of Israel were praying everywhere. But when Solomon built the temple, God graced the opening of the temple with his presence specially. Hallelujah. So, I know God is in your house. You can pray in your house and God will hear you. You can even pray in your toilet. Perhaps one of the most sacred places to pray is in your toilet. Because it's quiet, it's private, nobody will ever disturb you there. Yeah, I mean, even nobody, I mean, for health reasons, nobody will come there to disturb you. Yeah. For health reasons. You get it? So, God is everywhere. But when it comes to the church or the temple of God, God is there in a more special way. So Moses told them, the place, out of there were 12 tribes. And he said, he would choose one particular place out of the 12 options. And that place, he will place his name there and he will make it his habitation. Once he has made that choice, Your attitude towards the thing must be different. And you must do two things. Number one, you must seek it. And number two, you must come to it. You must seek it, and you must come to it. This is just by way of introduction. So if you are clapping now, then be prepared to clap later. You must seek it, and you must come to it. Seek it, and come to it. To seek it, Mr. Lawyer, what does seek mean? What does he mean? What does it mean? To look for it. Yeah. Must look for it. Always be, be in the open. What's happening? What's happening in the church? What are they doing? What's, what program is next? What's going to happen? You must seek it. And then you must come to it. Church of God, you must reach a place where nobody comes to call you that come to church. You must come to it. 
So David said in Psalm 122, verse 1, he says, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. I was very happy. I was so happy. When they said, let's go to the house of the Lord. Even the scripture we learned today, it said, a day in your court is better than a thousand with the wicked. They say, I would rather be, even be a doorkeeper, be an usher. A doorkeeper is an usher or a security man or a watchman. Than to dwell in the tents of wickedness. He said, that's, that's my attitude towards church. Then the next verse he explains, which is what I told you. The Lord God is a sun and a shield. He will give grace, he will give glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. So when it comes to church... Our attitude must just be like David. When is the next service? When is the next service? When is the next opportunity to go to church? Now, unfortunately, many of us cannot say that because we don't enjoy church. So this series is meant to teach us how to enjoy life. In the church. How to enjoy life in the church. Anything you do, you must enjoy. Yeah, you must enjoy. You must enjoy your school. Because you go there five days a week. Yeah, you are in school all the time. You must enjoy your job. I say it again. You must enjoy your job. Because you go there all the time. You must enjoy your house. Why be part of something you don't enjoy? Why? You must enjoy your marriage. Why be part of a marriage you cannot enjoy? Ecclesiastes 9 verse 9, the Bible says that live joyfully with the wife of your youth. Be happy with your wife. Be happy with your wife. Be happy with your husband. Yeah. I I think the reason why we don't enjoy our, since we have come to marriage, you are my supporters, so the reason is very simple. We want everything to be straight. Yeah, that's it. We want everything to be straight. Ecclesiastes 7.13, the Bible says, who can make straight what he himself has made crooked? If my husband would just walk like the way Rev walks, then I'll be very happy with him. Let me go on the stage. Let me go on the stage. Am I sounding clear? Because I want to boom the message. Yeah, tell your neighbor, boom the message. I wish that my husband... He had a six-pack. Then I can enjoy him. Look. Somebody too is married to a husband with six-pack. And he said that, I wish his head was bowed. So that I can be rubbing my, my fingers in the bowed head. Like that. Zoom, 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 zoom. So every day when she's there, she's tapping her fingers that if I could just, you know, 
you know. Say amen. Meanwhile, somebody is also married with a guy with the bowed head. And he's also praying, oh God, if he could just do dreadlocks. If he could just have dreadlocks. So now when I see, I say, Rasta. Then he says, I die. If my wife just, oh God, oh God, how I wish that the gluteus maximus will maximize. All my problem will be solved. Somebody too is married with somebody with a big base and say, oh God. If this hippopotamus can just become an antelope. Listen, just accept what you have. Even in that scripture, um, um, 9-9, it says, enjoy, enjoy with your wife of your youth. It says, for this is your portion on this earth. This is the one that God has given to you. I, I wish I wish she was a yellow bone so that when Escom takes electricity I can still see her in the dark. She's a glow in the dark. Yeah. She even becomes brighter when the lights are off. But as for this dark skinned bee baby is costing me electricity. Because when I need to see her, I must turn on the light. Look, accept what you have. Accept what you have. No natural thing is straight. I say it again. There is no natural thing that is straight. Everything God has made has a curve. Yeah. Everything. It's people like this, my, my classmate. Builders, he, 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 he did building technology. These builders and these guys, they came to make things straight. Everything must be straight, 90 degree angle. But when God was creating things, he always put a curve in everything. Everything. Now that the architects, the building technologies, they've, they've now, their eyes have been opened. And they have seen that even God, the master designer, the designer original, is that not so? Yeah, the designer original. Even he, his things are not straight. They are all, they are catching up finally. So when the Bible says, you can't make straight what God himself has made crooked, you just accept it. Yeah, my husband is short. I'll take it. The day I need a tall guy, put a chair, he stands on it. That's all. you can't stretch him. Sometimes I hear people complaining about other people, about things that are natural. And I'm wondering, what, what do you want the person to do about it? What can the person do about it? It's a na- he, the person came with it naturally. Yeah. Hallelujah. How much time do I have? The way they are shouting, it can easily be a long service. Also in 
I'm talking about enjoying life in the church. When I started to watch the English Premier League, I, I decided, I looked at all the teams and I said, I'm going to support Liverpool. I saw a team called Liverpool. You never walk alone. I said, I'm going to support them. Because the first time I turned on the Super Sports 3, Liverpool were beating Chelsea. And Chelsea, even before I started watching Premier League, I didn't really enjoy them. So, I mean, no problem. So, they were beating them. It was the same guy, Rafa Benitez. So, I said, good. This team is very good. Then I saw them beat Chelsea. And after that, they go and lose to some small team, Stoke City. I said, look, the thing I want to watch, I want to enjoy it. So some, a friend of mine, a very good friend of mine, he suggested us now. I said, hey, I have seen all the Arsenal supporters. Their blood pressure is high, hypertensive, always in intensive care. I said, no. Then I look at their team. They are always beating everybody. Sometimes they can be down 80 minutes into the game and they will come and beat the opponent. They were called Manchester United. I said, why not? I think I like a team that will make me happy. And I chose Manchester United. It's just recently that you have some new teams which are coming on and they are trying to be famous. Yeah, they are trying to turn Manchester blue, but... Manchester will always be red and it will be united. Listen, anything you are doing, you have to learn to enjoy it. Claude, we were talking about you just two minutes ago before you walked in. Get the message on podcast, get it. You must enjoy, and especially the church. You must enjoy life in the church. But for us to enjoy life in the church, there are a couple of things we have to do regularly which must become part of us for life to be comfortable and pleasant in the church for everybody who comes to church and for yourself. Hallelujah. So I'm going to take you through maybe about 10 things or more. There are about 26 of them, but since Christmas is coming, I'll just give you 10. All right. Number one, one of the first things that must we must do in the church to make the church an enjoyable place for all of us is that we must love one another. That's the first thing. We must love one another. John chapter 13, I'm reading from 34. Jesus said, a new commandment I give you, that you love one another, even as I have loved you. So love Then shall all men know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Any place that there's no love, people don't want to be there. People don't want to be there. People don't want to be there. No love. People don't want to be there. When there's a lot of love in a place, look, people respond positively to love. 
love is the greatest force in the world. If you want to see a sane woman behave like a madman, just mad woman, just bring love. I say that again. Let me say it in Zulu. If you want to see a sane woman behave like a, a mental patient, just talk about love. Why would you say, my God? That's what you will say. Yeah. Look, we were here for months, a certain sister. As soon as love came in the atmosphere, when she's there, she'll just be laughing. <laughs> she can even laugh and fall down. I, I, I said to myself, this love is a health risk to this girl. Because, I mean, she's there alone, then she'll be laughing, then she'll fall down. It's true, the Bible says that Laughter worketh like medicine. But if you laugh without a cause, you need medicine. Yeah, you need medicine. I mean, you look, love. Oh, God. It's the force. I always advise the ladies, I say, take advice before you fall in love. Because when you fall in love, no matter of advice can reach you. Yeah, take advice now. Before you, fall. but when you fall in love, look, you can fall in love with Osama bin Laden. We will be explaining to you that look, this is the mastermind behind the September 11 bombing and everything. You say, oh, but he's a good person. He knows how to blow up a building. Yeah. yeah. You you will ask me, you say, Pastor. How many brothers in the church can blow up a whole building, let alone blow up two of them at the same time with an aeroplane? With one, he, you will tell us he can kill two birds with one stone. That's what you will tell me. That he used one aeroplane to blow up two buildings. I mean, think about it. It's unique. He's very romantic. He's very nice. When he's coming, he comes with a bank. That's what you will tell me. Because you are in love. Yeah, love is a strong force. And if that thing operates in the church, the church will become a formidable army. It will become a totally different place. Totally. Love bears all things. When somebody is in love, Sometimes don't blame them. I mean, sometimes some of us blame them too much. The person is in love. So no matter what you say, the person can't see reason anymore. Anymore. So you see the guy misbehaving. He's not the first person to do something like this. It's just a guy, you know. One day I sat with a lady who was being beaten by a guy. Beaten regularly like a thief. Yeah, not a house. No, 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 a guy. No, they are not married. It's just beloved those. 
the girl told I me, mean, I've heard it. You know, there are things that you hear and you have no evidence to support them until the day you see it for yourself. I've heard them say, oh, when he beats, he means he's jealous, he's in love, is this. But I, 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 I heard it. But that day, she said, no, pastor, you see, because of the way he loves me, so he gets jealous when I'm talking to other men, then he will beat me. And everything. I said, hey, I couldn't believe it. I was just watching. So why, why do you, why do you, why, why do you, <laughs> be careful. <laughs> I've read, you see, when Paul outlines the features of love, there's no place that says love is jealous. No, love is kind. But you will tell me it is inside the Bible. And you will tell me Second Corinthians chapter 90 verse 2052. It says love is jealous. You will tell me God is love and God is a jealous God. So love is jealous. Yeah. You put the scriptures together. If the same force of love is in the church and fills the church, you see people will bear all things in the church. Anything that happens, they will make an excuse for it. They will make an excuse for it. Yes. Make an excuse for it. Love is not proud. So people will behave properly in the church. Nobody will say, Abba, do you know who I am? I work at the Department of Health. And now, why are you saying this thing to me? Uh, everybody will be learning and growing with one another. Yes. We used to sing a song. Let there be love shared amongst us. Let there be love in our hearts. And let this love sweep this nation. Cause us, O God, to arise. Give us a fresh understanding of brotherly love that is real. Let there be love shared amongst us. Let there be one more time. Let there be love. Let there be love. If you know how to sing it, sing it with us. Let there be love in our hearts. And may this love sweep this nation. Cause us, O Lord, to arise. Give us a fresh Brotherly love that is real. Let there be love shared amongst us. Let there be love. Listen, if the church is filled with love, the church will be there. There will always be a certain flow in the church. Always be brotherly, brotherly love. Hebrews 13 to Bible let brotherly love continue. Hebrews 13 1. Let it continue. Brotherly love. Love for one another. Let it continue. Nobody should sit in the church and be alone. God doesn't like loneliness. Somebody is just alone. Nobody loves the person. No. Once upon a time, 
God was creating a place. He created a garden, created human uh, animals, everything. Everybody had a pattern. Only Adam had no pattern. God looked at the way Adam was lonely. God said, it is not good for the man to be alone. I pray that love fills this church. Tell your neighbor, turn to your neighbor and say, I love you. No, say it seriously. Say, I love you. Say it again. I love you. Now look at your neighbor in, in eyeball to eyeball and say to your neighbor, I'm in love with you. Okay, next week, Sunday, we are going to bless all those of you who have proposed to your neighbor who bless your marriage. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Number two. I hear my time is finishing. Number two. So we must love one another. Number two. We must support one another. We must bear one another's burden in the church. You know, these same things, if you apply it at your workplace, you'll be happy at work. If you apply it at home, you'll be happy at home. Hebrews chapter 6. Or Galatians, let's use Galatians. Galatians chapter 6. In verse 1, the Bible is talking about when somebody makes a mistake. And it says, if one of you, brethren, if one of you is overtaken with a fault, ye who are spiritual or ye who are mature, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness, considering yourself, lest you are also tempted. Consider yourself. Then verse 2 says, bear one another's burden which is support one another, help one another. In the church, we must help each other. I said we must help each To enjoy life in the church, we must help each other. Yeah, we must help each other. Nobody should be in the church who's so helpless, there's nobody around to help with anything. And not all help is financial. Because immediately I said, uh -huh, after church, I'm going to ask Mr. Mr. Chura for money to see whether he will obey the word. We are not promoting that in the church, just go around and be asking, hey, can you pay my rent? Can you buy me a shoe? Can no. But when people have a genuine need, we must help each other. They must find help in the church. The church in the book of Acts, the new age church, Acts chapter 2, Bible says they had all things in common. It's like, and nobody had need among them. Yeah, nobody had need among them. One of the cultures we have even there, when somebody is getting married, you see, this person will do this, this person will do the hair, this person will do the dress. Lady Pastor Angela will sew your dress for your wedding. Now, the next wedding which is coming, I wonder who will sew your dress. We hand over the baton to a four. Yeah. We're starting with S. Yeah. She will sew our clothes for her wedding. Yeah. 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 I told you, she can't control herself. She will laugh. Support one another. Some of us have children around. 
don't pass by somebody's child and say, oh, what he's doing is not good, but it's not my child, so I don't care. You don't care how. How come you don't care when it is the church? So if in the church you don't care, then how much more your workplace? It says share each other's burden. If Terence has a problem, it's all of us our problem. That's why verse 1, it says, if any of you is overtaken with a fault or a problem or a mistake or a weakness, you that are standing or you who are spiritual, restore help. To restore the person, bring the person to his original state and consider yourself whilst you are doing it. Because sometimes when you are helping people, pride fills your heart. Ah, you, you are a bad boy. How come you are surprised you are in such a problem? Even the places you go, that's why you are in such It says, shut up. Help the person with the spirit of meekness. Considering you, because you could have been in that situation. And it says, bear one in that way, you fulfill the law of God. Bear each other's burden. The church must bear each other's burden. That's why fightings must stop. Yes, small, small fighting, small choir. With, uh, you say, wear yellow beads on your neck. Fighting, small in the choir. And you are wondering why the choir doesn't have 20 members. Who, who should come to the lions then? Please give me one of the beads, please. You have some, thank you. This is my portion. Okay. Okay. How do they open it? Or they tear it? Yeah. Yes. To wear, hey, I rebuke you. <laughs> to wear one of these things. You, when I come, so you will just be shouting at me. Because I just want to wear one of the beads. No, you can take a picture if you want to. If you make it your proper picture, the Lord loves you. <laughs> it matches my outfit there. Yeah. As for style, I come with it naturally. I mean, you can't, you can't, you can't beat it. Even when I make a mistake, people start dressing like that. So, yeah, now I'm like Shaka. Yeah. <laughs> Small beat that I'm going to wear. Shouting, shouting, shouting. Why did you do your hair like this? Why didn't you comb your hair this way? Why? Hey. Sometimes even when I watch some of the beasts, I'm like, Lord, do they really want the choir to grow? Yeah. Look. It's like a, a nursery where people just come. We bring the chicks there and we wait for them to grow. When they come, some of them have cosidiosis. Some of them are going to die. So we keep all of them there. To be all these things in the nursery. And we nurture them till they grow. Yeah. Hey, please, thank you. God loves you. I'm so glad. Yeah. I mean, we will not support and help each other. Look, we are going to have ministries. Beginning next year, we are preparing for it now. Beginning next year, we are going to have about 10 groups in the church. And our aim is that anybody who comes to the church will join one of the groups as a place for them to be cared for. So if I join, like we have the choir, if I join, no, the choir is the only group. That's why we can. It's not like I have anything against the choir. They were singing today and doing some dance, going around. I will see. I didn't fall down. I will see. 
But we're going to have groups. And when people come and they join groups, the groups are supposed to help the people be stable and cared for in the church. And in these groups, they must see the groups as support groups. Groups that help them. I was in Jobek just a few days ago. Look, the issues I was hearing, issues, I don't even want to go into it. But all I said was that, help one another. Help. Don't sit down and blame somebody for your issues. Help each other. Help each other. Support each other so that you can all stay as Christians. And that's what I said to them. I said, support each other. Number two, edify one another. Bear each other up. Bear each other's burden. Now edify one another. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 11. The Bible says that, Wherefore, comfort yourselves together and edify one It says comfort one another. We'll come to comfort later on, but I want to talk about edify one another. To edify means to build up. It says build up one another. When anybody interacts with you in the church, they should feel that you build them up. Build up one another. Build them up in love. Build them up in faith. Build them up in the word. Build them up in the Lord. Build them up even in confidence. Some of us, when we speak to people after we finish speaking to them, I mean, the way you dress the person from the top, please stand up for me one second, please. So, from the top to the down. Now, this girl is almost my height. By the time you finish with her, you see she's as short as this. Although, I mean, God is with short people, but I mean, she's as short as this. Yeah. How confident by the time you finish with her. Anytime I speak to people, I am careful of this thing. But by the time you finish with them, they should feel encouraged, built up, empowered, ready to fight. Again. Yes. Ready to fight again. It's not even everybody's mistake that you must be talking about. So when people make mistakes, they know. They know. I mean, a lot of times they know, not all the time. Sometimes they don't know. Sometimes they know and they say they don't know. Sometimes also they don't want to accept it, so the, the fight continues. Aluta continua. But it's not everything, and you, you see what you have done. You are the first person to do such a thing. It's a disgrace in the whole of KwaZulu Natal. No Zulu person has done such a thing before. And look at what you have done. Look at the way you did it. And even look at the look on your face when you were doing it. And then look, I'm sure there was something in your mind. It, 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 no. Since the days of Shaka, nobody has done this thing before. Look at you, look at what you are doing. Is that what to do in the church? Come, come to the church, look at your skimpy skirt that you have brought in the church. It's almost like you just brought the top and you left the bottle. Look, that's why we have scarves. You, you use it to support the economy. What a shock! 
and wise. It's not everything that you should be addressing. Rather, say things that will build the person up. When the person is done, the person feels more confident to walk out. When my children were little, anytime I dropped them off at school, I would tell them, you're a star, go and shine. I'll tell them, you're a star, go there and shine. You are a star, go there and shine. You are a star, go there and shine. I tell them, this school you are going to, you are going to dominate the school. The school will know that you are there. I tell them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tell them, I say, listen. This school you are going, you may be new. And my children have changed schools now. They are masters at changing schools. I tell them, when you get to the school, just find out who is the top student in the school. And watch the person with one eye. And know that you are coming to overtake him or Saul. Because you are born for it. Yeah. Yeah. No, you. Oh, if you like go to school with my children, you know they are in the school. You know they are there. You will know it. But I put it into them. small for you. You can't do it. They are doing Zulu. They don't understand Zulu. Tell them, look, it's just a matter of time. This year is introduction to Zulu. Next year, you will collect the Zulu prize and the Zulu student will be sitting. Zulu child will be sitting there. Don't worry. It's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. Let the people feel special when they are around you. Not that they feel defeated and deflated when they come to you. When people feel built up in the church, you see when they are, when they, they'll, they'll be like this. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Hebrews 10, 25. If you know scripture, I'm sure you all know it. Say, not forsaking the assembling of yourself together as the matter, manner of some is, but exalting one another so much the more as you see the day approaching. The word exalt is the word to encourage. It says, as, don't, don't always be happy to come together, but when you do, some people don't like coming together, but encourage them. Even as you see the coming of Jesus approaching, encourage them even more. Encourage them more. People should feel encouraged when they come to church. Even when the message is hot and we are lashing you, we put some encouragement at the bottom. Yeah. So that you live with encouragement. That tomorrow is a better day. Tomorrow is a better day. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy is coming in the morning. Rejoice not over me, my enemies, for though I fall, I will rise again. Yeah. Tell them things like that. See a brother, he has fallen, and you say, look, it's a sign that you're a righteous man. So me? Say yes, because the righteous man falleth seven times and rises again. Say, wow. One day a guy came to see me, he told me that. Look, pastor, I have a drinking problem. I don't think that I should be in the church. I said, really? So I asked him, do you know Noah? 
he said yes. I, I, I don't mean Trevor Noah. I mean Noah in the Bible. He said yes. I said Noah. Do you know Noah well? Well, he said why, Pastor? I said Noah. He was not only drinking. He, he had a drinking spot or a bar in his house. Hey, Pastor, how did you? Bible says and after the flood. Noah planted a garden and drank of the venison thereof. He didn't send to go and buy it. He planted it in his house. My God! And he made the wine himself. Yeah. Yeah, that's how much he was working for S.A. Brewery. Yeah. Even Noah... Look, one day Noah, he was drunk, and his son came to misbehave, and he woke up. Bible says, and Noah awake from his drunkenness. Even the Bible calls him a drunken master. He said he awake from his drunkenness. Not that he was; he awake from it, and knew when he when he woke up immediately the prophetic came upon him, and he knew nobody told him when he woke up. No, he knew. He knew what his son had done. And he cursed him. So I said, brother, you and Noah, do you think that <laughs> you and Noah, I mean, think about it. Compare notes with Noah. You, you just go and buy us and when, and I thought you are not working. So as and when you get money, that's when you go and buy and you get drunk. So maximum you are drunk maybe once a week. Noah, the thing is in there. <laughs> But when we get to heaven, you see Noah sitting there. Do you know David? David, he is the master of it. He went to take somebody's wife. Slept with the person's wife. Impregnated the person's wife. Which presupposes that it wasn't a once-off. It wasn't a hit and, a hit and run or smash and grab. Yeah, it wasn't a smash and grab. Till she was pregnant, which is to say, till it was full. Then, organize for the husband to come, so that we can blame it on the husband. The husband to say he's fasting. Then he came up with another plan. He said, you know, this guy will just kill him. So he sent, listen, listen carefully, he sent a message to one of his, his cronies or his companions called Joab. And in the letter, he didn't write that. I mean, you let, me, let me go for it again. He sent a message to Joab that he should put our man there. And our man his, the husband was called Uriah, then Uriah died. Then what I wanted to tell you, when Joab came, do you see, when Joab came, and he wanted to know if he had been done, he used a code. He didn't ask Joab, is Uriah dead? He said, how are the mighty falling in battle? And Joab understood what he was talking about. Which presupposes to me that it wasn't the first time. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't ask him. So 
It's Joaba. It's, it's, it's Uriah. No, he said, how are the mighty fallen in battle? Immediately, Joab knew that this is what we are talking about. Oh, God. That same guy, when he was dying, God said, this is a man after my own heart. Then you, your small misbehavior, that you misbehave. We should kill you. No. Everybody should feel lifted up and encouraged. And number five, I close with this one. This one, I think I should stand behind it. We'll play something for the children. Romans 16, 16. 1 Corinthians 16, 20. 2 Corinthians 13, 12. 1 Thessalonians 5, 27. This is one scripture is found everywhere in all these four places. Please put it, I don't want to say it through the mic. Put it up, let them see for themselves. I've closed my eyes so that you don't say I put it there. Is it there? Can you see it? Read it for me. That's what 1616. Give us 1620 Corinthians. My eyes are closed. So I don't want you to accuse me after church. So. Is it there? Give me, give me the next one. They are not confu- convinced. So I think 2 Corinthians 13 12. Give us the final one. First Corinthians, first Thessalonians, five twenty-six. Stand to your feet. Let's share a word of prayer. I'll explain this to you next week. Stand to your feet. Let's share. I'll explain this to you next week. Because the way Meshach is licking, licking his lips. If I don't close now, if I don't close now, my God. Did you know that it was in the Bible four times? Four different times. Four. Look. Lift your hands, let's just bless the Lord. Father, we give you glory. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Help us to make the church of God the place where you have chosen to make your habitation and to keep your presence a pleasant place in the name of Jesus. Hold your neighbor's hand and just pray for your neighbor. Just pray for each other. Just hold hands across and just pray. Pray for one another. Pray for one another. Pray for one another. Who may hold somebody's hand. Pray for one another. Pray for your neighbor. Pray that Lord help us. Pray for yourself. Pray for your neighbor. And say help us 
to be with one another and to be pleasant one to another to love one another to build one another up to encourage one another to bear one another's burden to support each other just pray just speak to God speak to God speak to God concerning yourself concerning your neighbor concerning your neighbor Pray for you. You pray for 
let's not harm one another with words from our mouth. Look, there are so many things you do, you can take them back, but words, when you fire them, you can't take them back. I mean, I was sitting with a brother who says he's in love with another sister, and another brother in the church has told the sister that he's a very bad guy. I didn't even know how to spin it around. Yeah. Yeah, because one of the things I do for my church members is that I'm like a spin doctor. If anybody comes to tell me that Terrence has done this, I will spin it around, you'll be shocked. Yeah. I, I, by the time I finish the conversation with you, Terrence will look like an angel. Yeah. No matter who it is. Because I, I want to keep everybody together. But this, I was sitting there. I didn't even know how to spin it around. I was just watching the guy. I was, I, I was lost for words. He's a very bad guy. You, who were you before? Were you not that bad? Did you not change? Why don't we give him also a chance? Why don't you allow the girl to make her mind by herself? Of course, if there are some truths, we say it. But don't, don't, as we say in Ghana, don't break the guy. Don't break the guy. Just pray for your lips and your tongue for the things that they see. Pray for right now. Just pray. Pray for your don't pray for your neighbor. Pray for your tongue and the things that we allow our tongues to see. That we will keep our tongue. Bible says, He that can keep the tongue under control, the sin is a perfect man. The sin is a perfect man. The sin is a perfect man. Father, help us. We bless you. Father, thank you for today. Thank you that from today, a revolution has started in your church. Where the church will be filled with love, support, edification, encouragement. in our weaknesses that we will stand and support one another and love one another. We give you glory. We give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said Amen. Say a nicer Amen. Amen. Share amongst us Let there be in our hearts and may this love sweep this nation and cause us all God to arise give us a friend understanding of brotherly
Here today, you are not born again. Maybe somebody invited you to church or you've been coming for a while. But you want to make sure that you benefit from the greatest love of all. The Bible says God loved the world so much. He gave his only son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So you want to say, Pastor, I want to enjoy this everlasting life. If you are here like that with every eye closed and every head bowed, just lift up your right hand. I want to pray with you. And say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to go to heaven when I die. Every eye closed, please. Every head bowed. Lift up your right hand. And say, Pastor, I want you to pray with me. I want to go to heaven when I die. Lift up. Don't be shy. Just lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. Lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. Lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. As I'm talking, you are contemplating. Should I? Should I not? It's better that you do than you don't. Lift up your right hand. I want to pray with you. If your hand is up, come to me. I'll just pray with you quickly. Rest our day. Just come to me. I'll pray with you. Let there be love shared amongst us. You lifted up your hand. Just come to me. I'll pray with you. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Reverend Daniel Farley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Petrov Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 078-038-2166. God richly bless you.